It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot of people have heard you talk about Pogba, Paul Pogba. He had the equipment to be the best midfield player in the world. The worst thing that happened to him, winning a World Cup. I'm a World Cup winner. What can you tell me? Why were you so invested in Because I see someone who's wasting his career. I've said it to Mourinho. Do you wish you had kept Ibrahimovic? Did he? Right, yeah. Bruno Fernandes, he irritates the living and bones out of me. He's a one outstanding footballer they've got, Marcus Rashford. I'm, I'm describing an average football player. I think they should have kept him. Ronaldo, are you seriously suggesting that was the right fit? Welcome to episode six of Simon and Sunis. I'm nice sure to see everybody. It's we're on, you know, it's got a better rhyme to it. Why? Every, every week we sit here. You are Sunes, here, Graham, because Simon. I requested your return Sunes. after you sculpted I'm going to speak to the big cheese about Not being this. able to cope with it, and you've been brought back and have an opportunity I'm, to redeem yourself. I am. And, and, and to Ali McCoy's incredulity of sitting here doing podcasts and digital stuff. So just be grateful that you're here. But just try it. Just try it. Sunes, Sunes and Simon. Simon. It's got a bit. Well, we'll see. When we get to ring. episode 747, <laughs> we'll give it a spin there. Um, a well-trodden path for you, but notwithstanding it, it's something that a lot of people have heard you talk about and, and wonder why you talk about it with such vigour and vitrol. Pogba, Paul Pogba. He was your poster boy for, at times, things that were it definitely not wrong. It kept on giving. In what way? Why I was critical of him... He had the equipment to be the best midfield player in the world. And I saw a young man who was going through emotions a lot of the time, and that frustrated me. With that physique, with the technical ability, he just didn't have the right attitude to the game to make him become a superstar. The worst thing that happened to him, winning a World Cup, where he could turn and say, I'm a World Cup winner. I think at that point, it was him going backwards. But, I mean, when you talk about the equipment, I mean... You having played at the very top of the game, and I would argue, not just because you're sat here and I'm blowing smoke up your ass, I would say that you're one of the greatest midfielders that these Isles have produced, and you can Thank play you. in any generation, and God knows what you'd have gotten in this day and age. Um, you'd have been able to adapt, even though it was a very physical game, and you were very physical in it. Easily. Yeah, because you could play as well. But isn't wasn't part of the makeup? you talk about all the attributes, isn't part of the, the makeup of, or, or big component part of the attributes what's going on here? Enormous. Uh, and, and you've only described the physical attributes. Well, well, 
but did I not say that he just didn't work hard enough, which obviously comes from your mental state as well. But doesn't it come and from also, the people that you're working for? Isn't that something Isn't that something that the manager would tolerate, something that the manager would allow, that Pogba was in Man United? Who was his manager most of the time? Was it Solskjaer? Well, Mourinho had him. Mourinho called him a very he derogative did, he? term. He did, didn't he? Well, I don't know what he called him, but you, you, uh, I, remember some, see, I remember seeing that training ground instance when mm. Pogba comes on the pitch and Mourinho and Pogba are having did a standoff. Did he call him a virus or something? It was something. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty strong stuff. Depends if so, it's right or if it's so, wrong. So I, you no, know, from what I've seen, what I saw, um, someone who'd stop listening. Someone who would just, as I said... I'm a World Cup winner. What can you tell me? And I think the truly great players turn up every day and try and learn something what new. What can you do? Every day. So I, I was going at it from, you're a real player. Please show me you're a real player. And I, and I think you just tossed it off. That's a nice choice of words. Um, is, is that something that can be affected? When you've got, a pl when you've got players now, Graham, you were, when you were playing, you were well remunerated, right? Well remunerated. I think you were one of the highest paid players players right but the quantums of cash are so significant now you get paid off money and you can tell people it to off once they're in that space and they believe their own hype which is part and parcel of what you're potentially suggesting with Pogba can you get them back I think you need um, the right characters at your football club the right manager right manager around them I I am um, I've said it to Mourinho I said do you wish you had kept Ibrahimovic and he, he looked at me and he said why do you say that I said because he was your main man that kept them all in tow so did he, he? Right. yeah did he mm. I can remember watching a video because I was working at Sky at the well, time because he was bigger character wise a bit like but a strong, strong yeah. person yeah strong personality and he was doing a, an interview <clears throat> for Sky Ibrahimovic and you know he's, he's extremely confident he's got presence Big, big guy. And then Pogba came into and was making... Remember it. Remember and, it. And he, he yeah. dismissed After him. After the League Cup on it. He dismissed yeah. him like a little boy and Pogba yeah. left the room with his tail between his legs. And I thought, he's, he's your man in the dressing room. That's what you need in the dressing room. You know, someone that will point a finger and be big enough to, to, to put the would-be superstars in their place. So do you think Ferguson got it right in the first instance with him? Because Ferguson bombed him, didn't he? He never made any attempt to keep him. Or a metaphorical bomb in them. He never, yeah. I say he never made any attempt. He didn't try very hard to keep him. And I think that tells you its own story. Because if Fergie wanted you, you didn't leave Man United. So are you saying, are you saying that um, he's, since winning the World Cup with France, that he's been he of no use to man or beast? He dropped into what, his armchair. Has he been good for France? No, I think if, I'm, if my memory serves me well, I don't think he started off in the team. I think he got into the team after two games, or was it one game? But, you know, I'm just wondering if it's a... I mean, I'm, I'm wonder, what I'm trying to suggest in this conversation is Pogba, all the attributes, everything. all the talent, all the achievements. Everything yeah, to he be... He comes back into United, um, right player, right, because people, people have said that what United signed and what they put him into was completely different to the framework he played in Juventus. Everybody else... Did everything for him, and he looked good. How about when he came to United? They expected something different from him. How about running around with enthusiasm? But that's a choice, isn't it? That a manager allows. You're not. 
I come back to it. I think the worst thing that happened to him was winning a World Cup, where all of a sudden <clears throat> the status goes way beyond where it should have been. Um, people would treat him differently. He would talk about him being a World Cup winner, I'm sure, if you pushed him. Not too hard. But that makes him not a top player then, doesn't it? No, he because wasn't. He wasn't. Right. But then, then well, why... Okay, but he wasn't he, a top player. If he's not a top player, why were you so invested in Because I see someone who's observing. wasting his career. Right. Since someone who was who was throwing it away. Because he had the ability to do it. Because he had everything. He was everything. making a choice not to do it. He didn't have the ability. He had absolutely everything to be right. a... Except the mental attributes. A superstar. Other than the mental capacity to, to, to keep saying to himself, keep learning, something new today, something new tomorrow, something new on match day. I'll listen to the right people. I'll train properly. I'll turn up on time. I'll be the best at everything we're going to do today in training. He had that kind of ability that very few players have. So coming back... And he, and on, he, just, he just didn't give it. So if Ferguson has still been in charge, and I hate running this argument about Ferguson because that era's gone now and it's done and everything moves on. It's like probably Tommy Doherty listening about Matt Busby forever and a day when he was Man United manager trying to rebuild them, which is what other managers are doing. If Pogba, your hobby horse for disappointment and criticism, had played for Ferguson, Ferguson had re-signed him and got him back in the fold, the whole culture of Man United would have been different, wouldn't it? So the player would not have been allowed to to do what he did when he was playing for the United post-Ferguson. I think you have to go back to it. He would not have been allowed to leave Man United, so maybe he was showing traits of that before he left Man United the first time. Yeah, but you say that, but players, I mean, look at the players that have left Chelsea. I mean, you're going to say Chelsea and Man United. Look at De Bruyne, look at Salah, look at other players that have left Chelsea that have gone on to have careers. Isn't it just sometimes players slip through the net and potentially you see them again and at a different stage in their career and you go, you know what, I should have done You've got the most successful go. manager in the history of the Premier League has given up on you. That's mm. a feral indictment. Yeah. Well, okay. You could say that about Sancho. Well, I'm Jaden Sancho is not much of an argument. What do you make to Bruno Fernandes? I, I, he, for me, for what my opinion is worth, he irritates the living I, bones out of me. I understand, but he's a player. I think he's not a leader, is he? No, I don't think he's a captain. I think, um, you know, in terms of quality, if he played for for Liverpool, if he played for City, he would be a fantastic player. We would not be having this conversation. I think it, all this shaking the head. Um, is majorly disappointing. Okay, he's, but he's, why he's, would he? Why would he not have? Because he wouldn't he, be so he frustrated. He wouldn't be losing as many games, right. and he wouldn't be getting so frustrated. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, so but I accept okay. his body language isn't great at yeah. times. His body language isn't great at times. And I, would, I was majorly disappointed and I was critical of him in the 7-0 defeat at Anfield yep. last year where he just stopped running back. Just stopped running back. He just like four or five down, just stopped running back. Would you, would you have him as captain at United? I mean, look, you look around you and you go, well, there's not much to, to look around and choose a captain from. But yeah, would you but, make him captain? But I think the fact we're talking about him and having doubts about him is because of... It's because it's Man United, that's why. He's the captain of Man United. And it's not going well. But all that stuff and shaking your head and it's, it's frustrating to us. It's not, it's not... But don't a lot of them do that anyway? I didn't play with players that did that. Yeah, but we're not talking about the players that you played with. No, but I don't we're talking think about players... The modern, but there's a different kind of football on there, isn't there? You know it and I know it. The way that footballers approach the game... The more petulant one. Yeah, and the more entitled. I'd say more entitled. More, expect- I, more expectation of what they're entitled to. I think I understand your frustrations. And if I'd been working with him, I'd, I'd get videos of him doing that. Say, can't do that. It makes you look stupid. It makes you look childish and petulant. It, you know, you've got to be, and then maybe get examples of someone else. But there's no doubting his qualities. So, he's, so in your view, he's a Man United player that would, that, that would be a Man United player he's, of old. Is there one outstanding? And just, he's he has one, enough around He's him. a one outstanding footballer they've got. Right, tell me about Rashford and Man United. Well, I'm, I don't know what you think of him, but I've always felt... A, I think he's a young kid that's been over-promoted in people's minds. But I don't mean over-promoted into getting into the first team. I mean that there's this, there's this moniker that gets hung on his shoulders and it gets trotted out like confetti thrown around about world-class footballers. I think he's a decent player. I think you don't get to play for Man United in whichever guise it is without being a decent footballer. Right? With the exception of perhaps like Anthony Martial, I've just got no time for at all. But, but Rashford, I think, is a... It's been built up to a level that he's not at and gets judged by it. So I look at it and I look, I look, I look at the whole culture of Man United and the, his ascension to people's perception of him as a world-class footballer to how he turns it on and turns it off to how he comes back after the Euros and for some reason or another, he's allowed to go and have a holiday before he has surgery, before he comes back yeah. to work for Man United. And I can't get my head around that. Um, I think... He's all right. I think he's all right. I don't think anything more than that. You know, I think no, he's, he's, a near, he's a near miss. He's mm. a near miss. Um, if I describe a player who, who um, has a very good season, a very good season, scores 30 goals, the year before does nothing and gets out of whatever goals, but doesn't do five, six goals. Stinks it out the year before. I think yeah. it's 30. And the next year, he's, he's not on it. What am I describing? You're describing Marcus Rashford. I'm, I'm describing an average football player. Because let me tell you what the top men do. They turn up every week, every season. You know, a, a top player is someone who's a 7 out of 10 every week. Might not be the very best in getting nines, but they turn up every week and do a bit. That's not, that, that's not it's a Marcus bit Rashford. Marcus Rashford is, is too hard to miss. And, and you look at him, he's got all the equipment to be a top player. And when you, when you see him, he looks like he's got the, the world, the on, world his on his shoulders. Yeah. And, and if I was to have a conversation, I'd say, these are the best days of your life. 
what was he, 25? Mm, 26, And a very yeah. good money playing for one of the great football clubs of the world. His public still love him. It's, it's, I think he's still in a position where it's recoverable, you know, where he can keep him on side. But I think he's, he's, he's crediting credit the think, bank is getting less and less. Do you think, uh, this is completely off-field, off-paste, off do you think Mohamed Salah is a top, top player? No. Or do, you th- or do you think he's been very fortunate to play on a side no. that enables him the opportunities he gets? Well, I've answered it by he turns up every game. He turns up every game and he turns up every season and they win stuff. And I, I find myself in this situation. I, I, I can't believe how good he is at Liverpool. Really? Yeah, but when you think of him, at, he was at some Swiss club. Was it ba- Basel? Was it Basel he was at? And then he went, I think he went to Chelsea. Then he went to Fiorentina. Then he went to Roma. And now he's come back to Liverpool. You're thinking, yeah, he's a 15-goal a season man. And he has just gone to, to another a level. level. And, that's, and that's, you have to talk about him as being one of the, if not the best Liverpool strikers I've had. And that's, you know, Roger Hunt, Kenny, Ian Rush. Rushy. Yeah. Um, Fowler, Owen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and also um, Suarez, you have to include in that. So he's, he's up there with them guys. And they were all worldies. I think they should have kept him. Ronaldo, are you seriously suggesting that was the right fit? You need good senior pros. You've got no chance unless you've got good senior pros. And he was the, he was the ultimate good senior pro. Put Ronaldo into that mix and look at it. And look at that dynamic and go, it's a f-ing challenge. Ten Hag, I don't know what he is and what he isn't. And I made some throwaway analysis about, about 18 months Overfitting ago. Overfitting suits. Yeah, the point was I was making was I think that I actually he doesn't said look the same like... tailor as you. <laughs> <laughs> the, point, the point I was making um, was that he doesn't look like he's got the presence and stature and, and people have taken it the wrong way and turned it into some sort of meme. But do you, do you see any end game for him? Do you see... I think it's a matter of time. I don't think he's going to get them where they need to go. And I went back... I think we were talking about it about 18 months ago when they got stuffed by Brentford. Spent the money. And that's, you know, that's when the criticism arises when your signings don't turn out. Um, you know, spent a hell of a lot of money on a goalkeeper. Andre Martinez. Yeah, Alessandro. And a hell of a lot of money on um, the little Brazilian winger. Anthony. Anthony. That's a lot of money on someone mm. of that quality. Um, and the centre forward. What do you think the centre forward? Hoyland. Hoyland? It's Hoyland. Yeah. And scored a goal in the Premier League. Scored a few goals in the. Oh, he has scored now, hasn't he? Scored one the other day. Player in there? I'm not sure. Uh, you know when you you look because they talk about it now like he runs around a lot like the boy your boy and you're probably going to defend him now Nunes runs around a lot. That's the least you can do, isn't it? He's a threat. He's a threat. Great. The boy. I tell you what. What alarm bells, right? It's not alarm bells because I'm you know I'm not a Man United supporter, but Ericsson was asked, you know, a fellow Dane, you know, what's his attributes, and the best thing you could say is quick and he's strong. Right. At the start of the season, and you'd think someone was and that's played. what's get, that's what eighty million pound buys you. And you know he had he had one good was at Atlanta one good year, decent goals did he get fourteen goals, um, but our football's more intense, more difficult to get the goals. And he's he's a young fella, and it's really it, it, you don't want to be too cruel on him, but I think he's finding our football tough. So going back to Eric Tanner, the, the money the money spent. So you've got Jim Radcliffe coming in now. Um, it'd be very, a very interesting watch. But saying that about Man United, whether it's Ten Hag or not Ten Hag, Man United isn't a quick fix. 
it's not a quick fix. There's not two transfer windows to fix that. Cult with just the cultures wrong. I figure good some. Yeah, I've, I'm, I I trot this out every opportunity in good senior pros. Um, I think we had a disagreement about Ronaldo. Ronaldo being all, the ultimate professional in terms of timekeeping, the way he trained, the way he looked after himself. Um, I think they should have kept him. Ronaldo. I, I think. I think the conversation should have been prior to him arriving at the football club. Listen, this is the things I've just said. This is what I want you to be. You're my man in there. I want everyone to try to aspire to have your standards. And if you do that for me, we'll be going places. But that's a bugger's job to muddle, Graham. But I think you and I, you just, he you, may not you're going to you're you're deny this. I'm sure you're going to deny it, but I hope you're not. I think we chatted when we were up in Scotland um, and you, and you, and you door stopped myself and Jim on the pitch at Ibrox because um, you were driving past and you'd heard we were doing a show up and you popped in much to the uh, delight of people getting a tour around Ibrox <laughs> because they saw you there as well um, but I never thought that Ronaldo going in would enable United to play the kind of football that's now synonymous with winning teams nope. which is a pressing side so now what you're saying is is you've got to tell Ronaldo to be a good pro around the place how that are you going to get the world's most expensive footballer, the world's the most, most profile footballer, to be a good... He's not James Milner. No, no, but that is a conversation. Surely Ronaldo at 37, 36, you say to him, look, it's obvious your best days are behind you, but you can still play a big part. I'll give you enough, enough game time, because scoring goals is important to him, but you can help me build this club back to where it was. And the, 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 you just couldn't name a better one. A better example in the dressing room and around the place. But, and instead but he of wasn't that, behaving, but he wasn't behaving. No, but because conversation he? didn't take place. And no, 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 no. To no. Hold on, Gray. Prior to him it, signing it, the contract. Hold on. You, you, yeah, but we've only gone a Solskjaer as manager then. So Ronaldo comes into a big fanfare of everybody wanting him there. Scores a goal on the, on the first game of the season against Newcastle United. Everybody loves him being back. He's a great big story coming back. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is, is, is managing him, and. You get to a point where he scores goals during the course of the season. Most of his goals were actually scored against some lesser of the lesser teams. clubs in the, in, the, in the division. And Ten Hag comes in and just wants rid of him. Is that your perception? No, no. There was a conversation. There must have been a conversation between the two of them and someone's not kept their word. For Ronaldo to go off in a, in a, in a tantrum like he did, and I think he actually said, people have lied to me. yeah. I think his version of it. Yeah. I think there was a major breakdown. Someone's not kept their word. But going back to the very, the very beginning of the Ronaldo, Man United were in a mess. And you're looking, how do you correct that? And I come back to where I started with. I say you need good senior pros. You got no chance unless you have got good senior pros. And he was the, he was the ultimate good senior pro Wait, that could have you, played his part he, in establishing but Graham, Man United. Do you really again. believe that? I mean, I, I, <laughs> I know, I know that he's a, a remarkable footballer. I know that his achievements at both United in the first instance, Madrid in the second instance, and Inter Milan in the third instance were always at the highest level. And he was a consummate professional, looked after himself. Right? But when, he's, when you've got the world's most famous footballer rocking into your football club with a football club that culture is all over the place, are you seriously suggesting that was the right I would, fit? I, I'm suggesting the conversation from Ollie or Ed Woodward to whoever was running the show at the time, say, look, if I'm the manager there, put another way, if I'm the manager, I'm saying, we'll get him. But I need to sit down in front, in front of him and explain how it's going to be. Of course, he's not going to play every week at 36. We talk about the intensity of the English game. I'm just talking about having... I, my story with, with Newcastle, 
Alan Shearer announced he was going to retire. And then I said, I don't want him to retire. And I sat down, I said, I want him to give me another year, give me another year. And he couldn't run around anymore. But he was in the dressing room, fabulous for me. So that's why I wanted him there. And looking back, that was a mistake. Because if he had retired, I would have got two strikers. I would have got Michael Owen and another one. And then Alan just couldn't... couldn't. Nicholas Anelka? Yeah, I was after him. Sat down with his brother, wanted him. He was keen to come. He was at Fenerbahce at the time. Um, wanted nine million for him. What a buy he would have been for them. Um, but the powers that be didn't fancy him. Um, but I, I think if I had been in Man United at that time, I said, take him. I need to sit in front of him. Because I would have wanted him as my man in the dressing room. I got so lucky in my first job at, at Rangers. I got proper men. I, I had Terry Butcher to start with. I had Richard Goff. Richard Goff, yeah. I had Richard Goff. I had Ray Wilkins. I had, um, what's his name? Graham Roberts. I had Graham, well, Graham, not, not, he, he, Your was, mate. he was, yeah, we, we get on fine now. We got him. Mark Hately was a man. I didn't have, it wasn't a job for me to do. And I like to think, back in my days when I was a player at Liverpool, the manager didn't have a job to do. The manager would come into, he'd come down, he'd delay it if it weren't going well. He'd come down into the, into the, the dressing room at halftime and Kenny and I were squaring up with each other. And he didn't say anything. They were doing it for me. That's what big players do. Don't have to tell us when it's not going well. You know, these ones today that won't take the responsibility to sit there and let the manager take all the Can't flat. be criticised, even inside the dressing room or outside the dressing room. But I, I just, to, to conclude, I just think with the Ronaldo part of this conversation, I just, it's easy to be right and you're constantly forecasting doom because if you're, even if the doom doesn't come, people forget that. I just cannot see that there was a parallel universe with Ronaldo and his perceptions of himself, the value that he attaches to himself, that that was ever a fit. I, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. If he, if he was saying, no, I want to play every week and every minute of every game, well, it ain't working. Because it's... Because you can't do it. No, you can't do the says, job that's there. You can do it in terms of spurts, yeah. But to have him in the place and be around the place and be, this is what you want to aspire to be, there would be no one better. Well, it just shows half-baked thinking, doesn't it? Because I think there was more interest in the acquisition of Ronaldo and the noise that went round it, rather than how does this work for us on a football front? Because on a football front, we've got to bring in somebody that we've probably promised the earth to, to get him to come back through the door. And now we've given him his head, not that he needed much giving of that because he was already, you know, arguably the world's greatest player or certainly in the, in the conversation with Messi. And yet, when it comes to a football side, we aren't going to be able to, he isn't going to be able to deliver what we need for 50 games a season. Come back a step. You've got no chance of being successful unless you've got good senior pros. But, the, but I understand what you're saying, Gray, and I'm not, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not questioning your knowledge. Abrahamovic. I'm just saying, but you, great senior pros in your day would have been you, would have been Terry McDermott, um, would have been... I'm not sure about the ledge. He was... OK, well, maybe not McDermott then. <laughs> OK, well, then you tell me what great senior pros... But he was a great guy. Right. No, uh, Kenny was a great... OK. You know, Phil Neal. You know, we just... Clem, but different, but different time, different character, different landscape, different awareness. No social media, economics at a different scale. Now put put Ronaldo into that mix and look at it, and look at that dynamic and go, it's a f-ing challenge. Excuse my it's language. It's hypothetical, isn't it? We we don't know what if we'd sat down with them. You're the chairman. I'm the manager. This is how it's, this this is why I want you, uh, and you get more than enough game time. Right, that's it for episode six of Simon and Sunis. Hope you've enjoyed it, and myself and Graham will see you next time we're out.